At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Thursday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, everybody. How you doing, Kelly? Doing good, man. How about you? Moaning. Did you get to see the American Gladiators 30 for 30 last night? Did you no, do? Chris Felica saved me. Yeah, Felica texted us both and said, uh, don't bother. I was literally about to start it up, and then he texted that, and I was like, I don't want my memories ruined. That was his review. Yeah. Uh, you might have to override that and check it out yourself. I, didn't, I did not, but I'm not a Nitro guy or whatever that was at the time. So Nitro. There's your first review. Oh, that was a good good pull. Nitro. Laser. Malibu. Gemini. Laser. <laughs> Diamond. Uh, Drew Didzik joins us here momentarily on the show to talk NBA Finals, which begins a special numbers game investigation reveals that the NBA Finals begins tonight. Is that true, Kelly? That's Allegedly. what our crack staff came back with. Yep. They also came back with game two isn't until Sunday. And it then, is. That's the, and then game and then, three isn't until Wednesday. Game <laughs> three is not until Wednesday. <laughs> there you go. And game one's, uh, game one of the NHL is on Saturday. Yeah. Well, at least Allegedly. they're not, again, at least they're not concurrent. But the interminable NBA postseason uh, begin, uh, resumes, I should say, tonight, where the Nuggets are eight and a half point favorites. And, uh, well... Big, almost $4 favorites for the entire series. We'll talk to Drew about that. And, of course, the French Open as well. Jason Weigarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke, what he's betting baseball-wise today. Bill Krakenberger, unscripted but remote. Crack man from somewhere on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. He warned us that he would be on the East Coast this week. So he's, uh, I don't know where exactly. He'll he'll be Skyping in. I think he told us last week. He probably did. He's all over the place. Where in the world is Bill Krakenberger? Where in the world is Bill Krakenberger? And Dan Bespers, best audio in the biz. I promise you that. He'll be here to talk NBA Finals as well. Um, And I will review last night's uh, Vanderpump Rules Part 2 reunion. Nice. And I just want to tell you this, Kelly, in advance, that I will be reviewing this. I want to give it justice. I want to do it with the same sort of gravitas that I give, I don't know, return serve percentage data when I talk about tennis. (laughs) All right. Okay, so you can do the same play-by-play like we do no, guessing lines. No, I'm just going to give you the the so highlights. Carve the, out a segment or two for hey, it. Here's the thing: if I went to DraftKings right now and I said, "Hey, DraftKings," by the way, I think that's how you I think that's how you start the email. Yeah, that's how uh, I think you. Hey, DraftKings. It's um, DraftKings at DraftKings. Do, do you want me to do a Vanderpump reunion recap podcast? And I it, here's what would happen. You know, so the beating the book podcast, which I do, gets a lot of downloads, like a lot. This in like two episodes would get exponentially oh, more than that. Yes, way more. Yeah. Because it casts such a wide net. And I knew nothing about this till four or five weeks ago. Deborah Song Fashion Stylist arrives in town. Before we can even get out of the airport, she's like, Are you talking about Vanderpump on your show? And I say to her, I go, Do you even know what I do for a living, by the way? 
And I'm like, why, why should I be talking about it? She goes, oh, Scandoval. And I'm like, what? I was like, she goes, it's the biggest thing in the world. I'm like, really? Like Ukraine, Scandoval after that? She goes, no, no, it's Scandoval, Ukraine. So I'm like, okay, let me start watching this. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and she's taking everything super seriously, and I'm dying laughing at every little moment in my own. So she hates that I'm watching The way that I watch it, she hates. But it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's been a while since I caught the show. Oh, I'll recap been, been everything for you. Oh, just, just a couple years. Stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> By the way, there's a portion of the audience listening to this right now. It's like, what is he talking about? There's the other. It's like, I cannot wait for that. Hey, no, but like what you're talking about, like just a quick aside of like media stuff. Oh. It's like when people rage, like including Michael Malone, like all you want to do is talk about the Lakers. Like, <laughs> well, right. guess what? Like Lakers and LeBron, <laughs> like draw ratings and draw listeners and, draw, oh, and draw arguments, which make people listen to it. JVT and I talked about our hardwood handicappers uh, the other day where he's, it was a couple weeks ago. He said something similar to it. I'm like, JVT, we could talk LeBron versus MJ on this pod every day and we'd get more downloads than any other. Co- any Colin other Coward is, Colin Coward is very open about this subject. He, he says, if you think that I talk too much LeBron, it's you that doesn't understand, right? Now, it's not yeah. for me. It's not for you. We're not interested in it because we're all about betting 24-7, except when we're watching Amanda Pump Rules apparently now. Um, but he will say, he goes, I get so many listens for that. You like so exponentially so many more that you, if you were in my shoes, you'd be doing the exact same thing. Now he's, now he's probably, for those of us who are super into sports and sports betting, he's probably lost a step on his sports. I think over time, he might even admit that if he was given truth serum, but he hadn't lost a step on his LeBron versus MJ. No, he has not. (laughs) No, he has not. He has not at all. (laughs) Uh, tennis, French Open, before well, we get Drew's thoughts on today. So this is the thing. If you're not subscribed to the VEASAN.com, well, if you're not a VEASAN subscriber and you don't have access to the VEASAN.com slash picks page, uh, you'll miss a lot of these plays because most of these matches, if not well, about most, but half to most, let's say, uh, are being played overnight stateside time when it comes to uh, my picks. So two have, already, two have already completed overnight. We did hit on a... Tomas Martin Echeverry as a slight dog uh, in his match earlier, a straight set win over Alex Dimonor. But I also had the over in that match, one of the rare side and total uh, plays in the same match. So those split. Um, right now I have Aslan Karatsev going against Francis Tiafo. I think it's a set point for Karatsev as a short favorite uh, right now in the first set. So uh, that... Uh, has gotten away from if it, looking for in-game. If you were looking for in-game match opportunities, that has gotten away. And Karatsev does win the first set against Big T, uh, Francis Tiafo. So Karatsev uh, off to a good start there anyway. The only one that has not started yet, Kelly, uh, I am on the over in the Nicolas Yari, Nicolas Jari, that's spelled J-A-R-R-Y, Tommy Paul match, which is coming up. Jari is a uh, clay court specialist, um, though... One might argue that his latest victory on clay is not akin to the speed of this surface at Roland Garros. But I have the, I have the over between Jari and Tommy Paul. I think uh, Jari, by the way, is the favorite in this match. I think this is competitive, and I think it goes deep. And Jari, the over, if you're like, oh, wow, 39 is a pretty high over even for a best-of-five match, the reason for that is Jari is, is a bit of a serve specialist as well, even on clay court surfaces. So a lot of his sets go deep. Um, and by clay court specialist, which I mean is what I mean by that is not really great on the other side either. So a bit, not, not quite the serve bot that say John Isner or Riley Opelka is, 
but sort of the next tier of that. So I got the over in that match. That has yet to begin. Should begin about five minutes from now. And as far as the tournaments overall, I had nothing on the women's side today, which is really rare that you could be in a second round day of a tournament, look at every single match and just be like, no. That is weird. I don't think there's really a play here that I'm... The only thing that you could possibly say is take Ega to be double parked against Claire Lou and play the under, which I didn't in the end. Um, But I'm... And right now, it's actually... Sviatek went up 3-love. It's about to be 3-3. So good thing I did not on that uh, in the end. But who knows? Ega could just roll her out after this. But nothing on the women's side for me. In your tennis betting pie, like we always talk about, what percentage is women versus men? Great question. I think women more for me over in the pie for sure. I I would have guessed definitely, without a doubt. Yes, for sure it is more women's sides than anything. Uh, followed by men's sides, but it's it's a it's a drop off. Women, I would say, over sixty percent, if not sixty five percent, of my plays. Okay. Are the yeah, I would have guessed seventy thirty, probably. With yeah, you. maybe it might be. I have to look at the at the spreadsheets. But this is today is one of these rare days where there was nothing on the ladies' side, which featured the two biggest upsets of the day, French Open wide yesterday, when Yelena Ostapenko fell, as did Caroline Garcia on the ladies' side. So, by the way, that's uh, the best recommendation on a quarter that I gave um, here on the show really appears to be Sloane Stevens, the longest shot of them all, which I mentioned at 35-1 to 1 to win her quarter, and she is looking phenomenal. She's 40-1 to 1 to win the whole thing now, by the way, which I don't think will happen as long as Fiatek, Sabalenka, and Rabakina are playing tennis, you know. Um, but uh, she's doing great from an American perspective. But um, those are the two big upsets yesterday, Ostapenko and Caroline Garcia. Ostapenko, who I did also suggest might be a good quarter play, Caroline Garcia, who I never quite believed in in this tournament, but that's where it stands now, and so we'll see what Drew has beyond my over in the Nicholas uh, Jari-Tommy-Paul match that's coming up. And in the meantime, Carlos Alcaraz still doing his thing on the men's side, as is Novak Djokovic. Still nothing to see really at the top of each. Yannick Sinner, for those who were pumped about Daniil Medvedev's loss a couple days ago, and are like, okay, I'm happy to have my Yannick Sinner tickets. Sinner is in a fourth set right now, up two sets to one against Altmaier right now, uh, on serve, back on serve in set number four after Sinner was actually down to break. So all that goes on. Most of it happens overnight. Are you betting any tennis at all, Kelly? Have you? Have, does any of this interest you at all? Like, are you like? Oh, it, it interests me a ton. It's one. It's sure. one of those sports. Like you know, you you know, I've talked about this before. I'm sure I would bet this and be way more into tennis if it was just if it was more uh, in American times. When, when you're awake. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. It's just so I so much of it. I think you got to keep up with. I, I think there's a lot of similarities between golf and tennis yep, betting, right? I you're betting too. an individual sport. Um, I think there's a lot of data that you know you can kind of understand doing one one with the other. Um, so a lot of it interests me. It's just tougher to it's tougher to view. You and I often talk about this, where we know people that we know people that love to watch sports. They might not bet at all. We love people that love yep. to bet. They might not watch sports at all. Yep. Me and you kind of like to bet and watch and sports. watch. Yeah. Like I'm Dr. Bob's in town. I'm doing dinner with him tonight, and he's like. I'm like, Bob, you know, it's the NBA finals, right? So, you know, I'm all worried. Is is the fourth quarter, is the game going to be over when I have to leave the place? And Bob is one of these guys, again, he's like, I, he bets on this stuff. And he doesn't care to even watch it. I'm like, I, I'm, I do not, we're not the same species. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't either. do that. So he's he's just one of those bot guys like that. Do you have any play just to read it from yesterday on the NBA Finals tonight? Yeah, Anything? I do. I, I'm I'm actually loaded up pretty big on Nuggets side tonight. Nuggets minus eight. Wow. Uh, I caught it early though. I, I don't like nine. I made it kind of nine and a half that range, so it's kind of right where it's at right now. Nine nine and a half. 
uh, is what we're painted. I also played Michael Porter Jr. over two and a half threes. Um, that's a play of, of look, he's got over that mark in most, uh, I mean, most games this postseason. You're got to lay like minus 145, minus 150 is what you're going to see out there on that. Um, but I like it. This is what, this is going to be one of those matchups for him, all series, Gil, that whoever they throw on him, he's going to have just such a, I mean, he's going to be able to shoot over anybody on the heat that they throw at him. So, um, he's one of those guys that's six foot 10. It's already tough to guard him. Uh, but it might be, he don't exactly have the players that are going to be able to throw the length on the perimeter. Uh, to guard him effectively. So I think that's a, that's a prop I'll probably be looking at uh, in a lot of games until it starts to adjust, probably. I don't have anything pre-flop tonight for game Nothing. one. Nothing. Okay. I feel like my my highly successful Miami Heat arc has come to a conclusion, and I believe it ends here. So not really touching anything pre-flop. I might play some in-game stuff okay. if I see something. I like it. Drew Dinsick's thoughts on the NBA Finals. Game one in the series. Tennis. Maybe even some football. Next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Just download the BetMGM app today. That won't take you but a few seconds. Then you stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. As I've said before, that won't take you but a few minutes, and bam! You can start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate it. Oh, Mike Alvarez chiming in. Always love it when he chimes in. So apparently, Kelly, uh, the White Sox have announced that Vanilla Ice is going to be part of it. I love the 90s tour post-game concert. August 25th after the game against the A's. So Mike Alvarez is saying all of a sudden, uh, I have a uh, urge to go to Chicago's south side. That um, he says, with a wild thing like this, it takes two to be off. Rob Bass, DJ Easy Rock will be there. Chicago, August 25th. Special numbers game live. We'll be there. Nash. Okay, there you go. Last name Nash. We need to see the bet splits on the Scandaval issue. Is the public on the hatred side, but sharp money is on forgiveness? Now we're talking, Kelly hypothetical Vanderpump odds. Mike Rouse, are you taking Dr. Bob to a sushi restaurant? I am not. <laughs> That's a good one. Chance Copperpot. My MLB bets stank yesterday. Snell was great. The Rangers didn't win. Manoa looked like Roger Clemens. Up is down. Down is up. Gil, if it wasn't for your tennis plays yesterday, I'd have lost money. Thanks. Well, I'm glad you got in on the, on the ones that won because it was really a split day for me. But Towson, uh, the one that we gave out here on the show, was a winner. 
later. So thank you, Chance. Uh, PJ uh, Podiatron. So Gil, is Dr. Bob going to have to sign an NDA tonight for your, <laughs> your sushi tonight? I am not taking Bob to the sushi place. Just want to point that out. Ladies and gentlemen, Drew Densick joins us now, host of not one but two podcasts, and the guest here on the show, not once but twice on the show this week, from the Deep Dive Podcast, and of course, NBC Sports Bet the Edge. How you doing, Drewski? What's happening? I'm well. Uh, funny story. Every couple weeks, get a random DM. Do you know what Gil Sushi Place is? Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Are you I'm serious? not joking. I'm not joking. Because you would be a guy who joking. knows good sushi, right? Yeah. Well, you would think, I mean, people, I, I, and sometimes the people have gotten clever and they've been like, Hey, uh, going to Vegas for the bachelor party. Uh, you know, any good sushi places? I'm like, yeah, I like these places. So like, great. Is that, is that Gil's place? Dude, this has, I said it once and, and it had more legs than anything possible. It's becoming people the American remember. gladiator stuff. Yeah. It really is. Drew, do you, have a, do you have a place that you love so much, so much that you're like, I don't think I want to tell anybody about this. Oh, definitely. Okay. Um, See, Drew's, yeah, my, Drew's my kind of guy. Yeah. There are certain things that uh, certain things you keep to yourself, and okay. certain things that uh, you know. That it, it it entirely depends on the scene, right? Like, um, yes, I've correct. Been to, I've been I've been to places where I'm like, man, this place is great. I wish there were more people. I wish they. I, I want to make sure it stays in business. I need to give them a little bit of run. There's that. <laughs> you know. There's that. Like, hey, yep. let's get some more people in here to make sure that this place doesn't close the doors here. Uh, and then the other side of the coin, where you're like, man, we're getting. Uh, it's getting a little. Uh, it's getting a little tight here. <laughs> don't want to. Don't want to exactly. have to pre-plan when I'm coming. Uh, we're gonna keep uh, this one. Drew, keep this one Drew, I don't think I've ever loved you more than this moment right here. Um, all right, NBA <laughs> advantage play in your dining yes. room choices is, totally is really uh, where I shine. Yeah, <laughs> that is one of your strengths. Um, all right, I know you were on talking about this earlier this week, but I want to sort now that we had, you've had two extra days to solidify, and the NBA finals sure. are finally here tonight. Between the Nuggets and the Heat, the Nuggets about a $4 favorite. Always shop around. Nuggets eight and a half point favorites in this game, number one. What are you, what what have you landed on tonight? What have you landed on beyond that? Yeah, I can't, every single way I've tried to attack this series uh, to make a case for the dog, I run into no support. Um, I'm at the point now where I take, you know, I, I, again, like I was a little greedy in the moment when the, you know, not greedy, but just a little hesitant resi- you know, a little, little slow, uh, to click the button on nuggets. Once the heat, uh, uh, dispatched the Celtics. And I thought to myself, well, I missed the best of the price, but, uh, you know, maybe the heat will win game one and I could scoop a great nuggets price. And now that's not going to happen. I don't think, uh, realistically, I think the heat are drawing dead tonight. This is about as bad a situational spot as you can have in sports. Uh, where you have a rest disadvantage of this magnitude. And oh, by the way, you have to go and play at altitude on top of that. Um, and, you know, it's 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 one thing to look at game one and say that the Heat are in deep trouble. Um, it's another thing to try to figure out how exactly they have any kind of angle in this series. Uh, the by my By my numbers, the Nuggets have five of the seven best players, four of the five best players. Uh, and realistically with home court advantage with, uh, the likelihood that they take care of business in game one, based on the situation. Uh, I think it's, we're looking at more likely that the nuggets sweep this than Miami makes this a series. Um, so I did stake a little bit on uh, sweep. I think the best price I got was in the plus 400 range. Uh, my fair price for sweep is about plus 280. Uh, so I think, um, that's going to be the, what I'm you know hoping for the most here. Or at least that's the way I could kind of, you know, reach the highest, uh, uh, you know, ceiling in terms of potential outcomes here. Um, 
the nuggets in general and, and, you know, and just the spirit of this being a short series, I think that opens up the, uh, you know, the, the opportunity for uh, a player like Michael Porter jr. Who's can be, you know, hot or cold from a shooting standpoint. I think that makes him very live to be your top scorer uh, in the series. If this is a four game series, uh, I don't think that threatens Jokic's MVP chances really at all, but uh, I bet some, I backed some Porter uh, top score in the 38 to one range. Uh, and I know there's better prices out there, but I got a pretty decent stake at, at 38 to one. So that's where I'm at. Uh, and then, um, you know, I, again, like I, if for whatever reason, the nuggets come out slow because of rust in the first half, I, I'll go right back to the well and bet them in game one for a second half. I think second half is probably really where they pull away in this game. Um, and you know, if you want to kind of X's and O's sort of concept or breakdown here, the, the one kind of differentiator for the heat is their ability to play different styles of defense in particular, their ability to use zone defense to frustrate opponents who, you know, rely a little too heavily on, you know, certain creators. Uh, and I look at specifically what Jokic does for as the fulcrum of the nuggets offense as sort of the perfect buster for that you know conceptual framework of defense. Um, so realistically, Nuggets here are going to get into the one twenties and it's up to the heat to find some miraculous shooting to stay in these games. Uh, And I really don't know what kind of adjustments Spolstra could come up with to take uh, the advantage away from, um, you know, to take advantage away from Jokic as far as the uh, anchor of the offense. And uh, it'll be fascinating to see him try. uh, But ultimately I'm going to probably go back to the well a couple of times in this series on Nuggets team total over. Um, I think the game one over is a hair low. Um, so I haven't backed that yet, but, uh, I'm waiting to see if the market kind of, um, you know, comes down at all in the hopes, cause there are some historical trends that say that this sort of rest disparity and, uh, and in particular, if this is a 15 to 20 point margin in the second half, then the under, you know, has some support. Uh, so if this total comes down a little bit, as we get closer to the, uh, to tip, I'm probably going to play the over. A um, couple things, because uh, I want to, first of all, I hadn't heard anybody say it that way yet. Maybe I just haven't heard enough people, which is four out of the five best players are on the Nuggets. So I'm going to assume you're saying Jokic, Murray, Porter, and Gordon, I'm going to assume are those four. And then Butler mixed in there as well. So that's an interesting way of looking at it. The other thing, we touched on this the other day, and I think it's a great gambling discussion, which is you said the dream scenario for you would be if the Heat somehow won game one, right? And then... The whole, you know, narrative immediately shifts right back to what it was, which a lot of us oh, have been yeah. saying, but some of us are also hesitant to now do it moving forward, which are not going to move forward. But if, if the Heat won, it, it, everyone would be like, oh, my God, here it is again. The Heat completely defying everything. Uh, and you were like, that's a dream scenario because then I would pound the, the nuggets even harder, paraphrasing what you said. It's one thing to say that in theory on a Thursday or a Wednesday or a Tuesday morning when there's nothing going on and we're saying this theoretically. If sure. it actually happened, it's a whole nother yeah. thing for you to actually then bring your brain to overcome that and go back to what your previous thinking was. Do you think you would actually be able to do that? I can say sincerely I would. Okay. Uh, you, I, I believe. I, you, I, I believe. Never, 
Because and we like I never felt that way about the Celtics for a couple reasons. The Celtics were so live and die by the three that the variance was always going to scare me away from laying any kind of price in the series against the Heat. The fact that they had so much familiarity between those two teams was spooky. Uh, the fact that the Celtics never really showed an ability to solve the zone defense was spooky. Um, and you know, just health questions about Robert Williams, health questions about Jalen Brown. All of that was kind of good reasons to just kind of let that series play out and wait for a really, really advantageous price. If you're going to play the Celtics at all. Um, I feel very differently about this nuggets team. I think the nuggets have Me schematic too. advantages Me so too. many different ways in this game um, size. I mean, again, another reason to like Michael Porter jr. Scoring, like you can't play him off the floor. Like he's way too, he's way too dynamic a presence at this point. Uh, I don't know what the heat are going to do. The heat just don't have enough tall players. It's almost that simple. It's really <laughs> weird. There's the, analysis the, we have the, not had on this show in a while. They the just don't have enough tall players. Yes, they really don't. It's I honestly, have no, you're no, right. I, like best of luck keeping Gabe bits and, and Max Struess on the floor and, and any kind of defensive capacity against the size that the nuggets bring in this game. Like it's, it's going to be, they're going to have to play Kevin love best of luck. Keith. Yeah. Says it all right there. I'm I'm so with you on the difference between the Celtics and the Nuggets. Like I completely feel differently about this. Uh, Drew, kind enough to uh, stick around for a second segment. See if he bet any football yet, and what he's got in the French Open that might be left today. It's next. Numbers game. Visa, the sports betting network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Take your sports betting game to the next level this summer with the VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up now for only $9.99 and get access to everything we do, including daily pro picks on all the summer action, including NFL and college football futures, premium analysis from our team of top handicappers and industry experts, 24 7 video access, and pro tools like our exclusive betting splits showing you where the public and sharp money is going to give you an edge. Start betting smarter. Visit slash subscribe and sign up now. I'm going to start doing the uh, murder she wrote pause after Pro Tools. You, you kids, we can't stop laughing now because we're all, it doesn't matter how, like, we're, we're kids. We're children. We, we work children. in sports media, yes. okay? We're all 16 in the brain. Yes, we are. So we hear Pro Tools and immediately I just want to yell, Gil. I go Kelly in my head. <laughs> and Pro Tools. Like Kelly. Elvis Toast Patterson, appreciate the tweets. We get tweets. Elvis Toast Patterson fan. Gil, happy freaking Thursday. Everything I needed to listen to. The whole NBA betting world is just nonstop betting and talking about Jokic. Seems too easy. There's got to be a twist. I'm thinking Jokic gets hurt. It's in the script. See, some people feel that way. Yeah. Or you could just tune into this show for hard-hitting analysis right. from me and Drew of Michael Porter Jr. being too tall for, uh, for the Miami Heat. Back-to-back segments. <laughs> Michael Porter's too tall, both of you. Auburnist, how about an American Gladiators doc breakdown? We haven't watched it, Auburnist, because Felica told us it wasn't any good. I'm so glad Felica texted me. I'm not watching that. I'm not having it ruined. Like, Gil, what Kevin asked us the other day, did we watch uh, White, came, uh, White Men Can't Jump Yet? Oh, no, no I refuse. I'm not watching no I'm not allowing that to ruin my my memories of the original. A little pisser Jack Harlow doing it. I'm not doing that. How upset are you? You watched the new Top Gun. Oh, cheesiest thing I've ever seen for the first half. Go. But fight on America, the second half. Tom K, thanks for letting us know you aren't going for sushi with Dr. Bob. I can call off the PI that I was going to follow you. Nevadazer, hey, Gil, are we going to get a, oh, this is interesting. Are we going to have the vanilla ice version of Disco Demolition Night at that White Sox game? You know, that's not a terribly off-base question, by the way. What was your vanilla ice story, Kelly? You actually have a vanilla ice story? Uh, he's like, well, we were talking during the break. Vanilla ice is like Carrot Top in Vegas, where like if you live in Vegas for any amount of time, you're going to run into oh, Carrot totally. Top somehow. I have at like, the Cosmo. He's just everywhere yeah. somehow. 
Uh, vanilla ice is like that in South Florida. Like you can be at some random, like you could be at Delray <laughs> Beach, West Palm Beach, Fort Lauderdale. You run it, you'll run into vanilla ice somehow. And Delray Beach Open, who I know I've talked to Drew many times about how it's just the greatest tennis tournament on the planet. You can roll right out of it, and then you're right down there in downtown Delray. One of the years I did it was the first time I ever saw Vanilla Ice live. Was rolling out of the Delray Beach Open, and I was at a random bar. I'm like, oh, there's Vanilla Ice, like just right down the way. A one A. Detroit Avenue. There you go. Drew Dinsick knows all about that. Drew, we have uh, too much to get to here. Speaking of tennis, let's start with tennis since he brings up the Delray <laughs> Open. What do you have remaining today at the French Open? Uh, so I got uh, beat up this morning a bit. I was heavy, Nova, Noscova, plus five and a half. Uh, mm. So getting hooked there uh, hurt a little bit uh, on the uh, the old wake and survey the damage. Um, I took uh, Grobber, uh, plus five and a half against Coco. Uh, I think that's going to be a match. I uh, I laid the games with Ons Jabor against Ocean Dodin. Dodan. Um, yes. Ons is playing very, very well, by yes, the way. She is. Um, uh-huh. I mean, we've only seen her play once, I guess. So maybe I should hold my judgment until we see a couple more matches. But uh, uh, her head-to-head potential collision with Rabakana, uh in the um, Q2 quarterfinal is going to be a uh, must-watch. Um, and then uh, I played uh, Sorenko 2-0 against Lauren Davis. I think that's a, a mismatch that's not quite captured by the uh, uh, current money line. So uh, Sorenko in straights for me. By the way, how I can't, I cannot wait to see what this Mira Andreva Coco Golf line is for the next round. You and me both. I mean, I, I think I think robbers could prevent us from getting that number. Wow. Um, but the way that uh, the way golf is being bet against by the market, uh, and I think correctly, yes, um, I do too. Is I think that you could see Mira potentially close as your your small favorite there, ah. which is amazing considering the difference in, in experience between those players. But, it is, but that wasn't uh, the answer I was hoping for. I was hoping that, that she would have a plus in front of her, but you're probably right. This ain't, yeah, this ain't and, no I secret, mean, I guess. Yeah, no. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, Mira's ceiling looks like top 10. Certainly. Or, you know, like I, I don't even know if that's really saying ceiling, like her, she's headed for top 10 type of, uh, uh, type of rating here on the women's tour. Her ceiling is probably top three, maybe even top one. Um, and you know, she, she's got a lot of the same characteristics as Robacana in terms of sort of unflappability. Like she's not out there hitting like a spectacular winners or really kind of blowing you off the page with uh, power or, uh, incredible serve percentage or anything like that. She just doesn't make a ton of mistakes. Uh, and she just kind of of puts the ball on your racket and lets the pressure get to you. And then, um, you know, through two matches in the French open in the main draw and through qualifying, uh, she's been uh, pretty un- unbelievable. By the way, just to clarify for folks, we're talking about Mira Andreva, not Erica Andreva. That should be noted. Uh, any futures plays currently that you still like at the French open adjusted? Numbers? Yes. So men's side, I feel a lot more strongly about than the women's side. I did take a little on Jabor to win Q2 at some plus money prices because I think she's the better player on clay than Rabakana, and I do think that's where we're headed in Q2. Um, Q3 looks still wide open. Any Clara Towson out there, you got to feel pretty good. Um, our our girl Elisabetta Cocchiaretto mm-hmm. uh, continues to march her way through the draw, but I think she's uh, she's going to run into trouble here in week two. Um, on the men's side, I am very I'm staked up now on Djokovic. I saw enough yesterday uh, in his match against Fukovic to tell you that that was kind of exactly what he needed to find prime form. Um, And anything in the two to one range is bettable. In my opinion, Alcaraz is 
path now looks very, very tricky. Um, he's going to have a tricky one against, uh, um, I think, but Musetti round four, uh, and then Sissipas in the Q in the quarterfinal. Sissipas playing extremely well right now. Musetti that is going to be playing a extremely war. well. Yeah, Musetti. Musetti's playing extremely yeah. well. That is going to be tough. Um, I'm assuming Musetti beats Nori, but uh, you know who knows. Um, <laughs> Your the, nemesis. <laughs> that, yeah. that could go anyway. I yeah. could go either way. Yeah. Uh, the but no, in seriousness, Alcaraz's path to get to a Djokovic semifinal is going to be tougher than Djokovic's path to get to that point in the tournament. And honestly, like he Djokovic looks absolutely like he is uh, kind of peaking at the right time from what I saw yesterday. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, the experience I think is going to win out there. So I like, I like Djokovic to win it all. I think he beats center three, one. I think center get is, was a humongous beneficiary of Medvedev going out of this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, he's, he's shown us a decent amount today uh, in terms of uh, change, being able to change up his tactics against a peaking Altmaier that I think uh, center ultimately uh, comes through Q4 beats whoever emerges from Q3 uh, and then loses to Djokovic in the final. All right. It's June 1st. Um, we could talk football any day of the year. Let's talk it on June 1st. What have you bet so far? Mm. So my general strategy uh, in April, May is just to try to get ahead of some super duper big prices that I think are going to move as we go through sort of uh, kind of the synthesis of the schedule. And then, you know, just in general kind of, uh, you know, breaking down what, you know, what each team's realistic path is to get to certain seedings or what players certain paths are to win awards. Um, and the only kind of significant bet I have in pocket is Jacksonville Jaguars to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I you think love them. The, you love this franchise. I, I, you know what? It's not even really about the players or about the team or about the coach. I mean, the fact that they made the playoffs last year and got a very hard fought playoff win matters to me a little bit in yeah. terms of having the confidence to fire on a Super Bowl price. Um, but it's much more about their path to get the one seed in a very hard fought, you know, very tough, very tight AFC. They have the easiest schedule of any of the realistic contenders because of their division. Um, and I think, uh, you know, particularly when we saw the schedule come out and one of the tougher games that they have on that schedule, which was at Buffalo. Well, that actually takes place in London. Yep. And oh, by the way, the Jags have a week of kind of acclimation to London because they play the Falcons the week before in London. So uh, Jags kind of got the, you know, kind of got a huge, uh, huge little bit of uh, win probability back into their court uh, from that one particular game, which I think launch, you know, kind of helps push their probability of getting the one seat up. And if the Jags get a home game against a, uh, you know, a wild card team in round two of the playoffs and then are hosting the AFC championship game, I think you're going to be able to extract a ton of value out of that, uh, that Super Bowl price. I bet in like the 30 to one range, I think I got actually like 28 something. Um, but, uh, I think realistically, this is uh, kind of a play on the Jags being able to get the one seat in the AFC. The thinking is sound. Absolutely sound. That is the easiest path of the AFC divisions, and you're absolutely right about that Buffalo game. Back-to-back London games, first time ever, and that's the one where they get to hang out for. So that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Anything else besides the Jets? Well, I made one play that I'm now regretting a little bit, and that was uh, Sam Darnold to be comeback player of the year. Um, I don't get what's going on with your Niners in the quarterback situation, Gil. Uh, I mean, Trey Lance obviously has not looked like he is made any step forward in terms of winning this job. Uh, Brock Purdy is now coming back sooner than anyone expected from, you know, a major elbow surgery. Um, and every, you know, every single media quote out there from OTAs for like the last two weeks has been how all three quarterbacks are playing at an MVP level and blah, blah, blah. And I, realistically, I, I'm, my head is still spinning that 
the Niners are effectively co-favorites to win the NFC with this many questions at the quarterback position. Um, I get it. The rest of the roster is top two NFL, but uh, yeah, I don't have a good read on this anymore at all. Agree with you about all that. Please don't refer to them as my Niners though. That's faux pas. <laughs> never that. It's never that. Um, I liked them from a betting standpoint. Yes. For last year, for sure. <laughs> They're my Niners in that respect, but I couldn't agree with you more on that. Drew always awesome. Always a pleasure, man. Thank you so much. All right, best luck, guys. Drew Dinsick, everybody. Coming back from under a cloud of smoke, Jason Weingarten on baseball. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on v the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game, live from the South Point, tip of the strip, the majestic South Point here. It's Gil Alexander and Kelly Bidlin on a numbers game. Uh, favorite part of the show, Kelly, is uh, how in the weeds of the show some of the listeners are. I'm not going to read Hockey Skeptic's uh, tweet, but it's just fantastic, detailed crack, Krackenberger oh, yeah. uh, tweet, which is going <laughs> to, Bill Krackenberger is going to join us at the top of the hour. Uh, Sean at Sean Fox Plays, he's got some more props that he's playing in the NBA. Porter over seven and a half boards. He says he should get 10. Gordon over five and a half rebounds. He'd have no matchup. They say, he says, have to ride Martin over 15 and a half points and over five and a half boards. KCP's got over 10 and a half points. Um, what did he say? Tennis equals parlay fun first week, second week, stay away after Wednesday. I don't know if that's his experience or he's just trying to say generally for every tournament. Trader John trading the trend. Ega showing plus 105 at MGM to win the French. Got to be a bad number if you know anyone who can actually get a decent amount down there. MGM Nevada is always different from MGM elsewhere, too. Keep yes. that distinction in mind. Only thing Drew said, by the way, that I didn't agree with was I, I, I forgot he had a Sam Darnold comeback player of the year bet. And remember, DeMar Hamlin needs to just show up, and we've determined play one play, break up one pass, and he's your comeback player of the year. Yeah, yes. We, I'm we've I'm decided aboard, I'm aboard with that. one deflection, one breakup, whatever. He's your comeback player of the year. Minus 650 right now on that. Uh, by the way, before we get to Jason, who's waiting, Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke, a couple basketball notes. One is betting-related, one is not. The one that is not necessarily is Coach Monty Williams. Did you see this, Kelly? Yeah. Six-year, $78.5 million contract to coach the Pistons, which I think everybody had the same two thoughts. Well, he's coaching the Pistons, followed quickly by, what did you say the terms of that contract was? And they're like, oh, that's the highest contract in the history of coaching in the NBA. Biggest Coaching contract ever. Six uh, years, $78.5 million. Well, Gil, as Matt Brown and I tried to tell you about a year and a half ago, this team is three years <laughs> away from making the NBA right. playoffs. Okay? 
<laughs> great primetime. So many great primetime action moments. But Kelly and Matt filibustering for what had to be three minutes. Felt like it was 35 minutes about how the Pistons are just, we say, and at the very end, they're like, they should make the playoffs within two years. I'm like, oh, we waited that long for that. Uh, a lot of good young talent. I understand why Bobby Williams talent. would want to go there, but it's going to be a bit of a project, uh, yes. I sat there patiently making bets. I also feel like we haven't talked enough about, I know Jason's waiting, but on NBA coaching news, on the, like, Nick Nurse, like, he passed up Giannis yes. for Joel Embiid, and I... We think I, Joel I Embiid, yes. I like this is I feel like nobody's talking about that enough, but okay. I don't know. That Joel Embiid might be it. your MVP. I would never pass up coaching Giannis onto Nick. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh the one, one that I think does have betting implications because a lot of us won on this. Zach Eady, who uh, a lot of us had winning coach of uh, excuse me, winning national player of the year uh this past year in college hoops and and people hit him, you know, I got him at 5 to 1, which wasn't the best number, which wasn't the worst number, it was probably right in the middle somewhere, but people got him at all kinds of numbers. He is coming back, the consensus national player of the year coming back with drawing his name from the NBA draft and returning to the Boilermakers for another season. And I got a lot of tweets yesterday, don't we just bet him again? I think the answer is kind of yes, we do. Last I checked, he's still 7-4 and could do whatever he wants in any game. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just curious. Jason Weingarten joins us, ladies and gentlemen, from under a cloud of smoke somewhere in Southern Cali. You can find him on Twitter, at Spreadopedia, or as Will Hill called his segments, Gambling Porn. We welcome Jason. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good. How's it, uh, how's it going? Doing very well. What you got in baseball today? Let's start there. Man, it's it's just a boring day, isn't it, for baseball? Is a little bit. The, like, this is like the worst card of the season, I, 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 I think, so far. I tried... I struggled. I tried to find something exciting and there just wasn't much. Um, I bet the Brewers Blue Jays over, uh, over eight though. I had to, had to get something in. Okay. So Blue Jays Brewers over eight is the one to sort of begrudging play that, uh, that Jason got down. You and I have, oh, sorry, go ahead. Did you see the Brewers game at all yesterday, by the way? I did not. I was uh, I was watching it because I was interested. Julio Tehran, um, <laughs> Julio Tehran, the way people that... have been talking about him. <laughs> yes, I got that detail. Yes, you'd think you'd think he was like forty or fifty. The way people are are talking about him with being washed up and old, he's thirty two. It's amazing. Jason sends me some of the most hilarious sort of inside of baseball because if you've been betting baseball as long as we have. It's amazing the, the guys that go that that were part of our baseball betting on a daily basis. We're like, oh, here's Julio Tehran back in the rotation. And they disappear for years. And then all of a sudden they come back up and all Jason Texas goes, Julio Tehran. <laughs> um, we're still waiting for another Hector Noesi uh, reappearance. The, the thing that you and I have probably texted most about recently is Ellie De La Cruz, who is the Reds prospect that it has just sort of captured the most attention of any prospect in the nation. And... Uh, it, it you know it, it's it's an inevitability that he ends up one would think starring for the club this year to some degree and many of us have uh, I have a thirty to one on him you have higher what's your highest Ellie De La Cruz National League Rookie of the Year number probably fifty five to one nothing nothing crazy but you how know, do you think this plays out how do you think what, this plays, what how do you think this plays out well I mean is he's gonna come up. I don't know if, if it's going to be tomorrow for, for the, the Apple TV game. It should be, but at this point it's, it's imminent, you know, this week, next week, you know, within the next two, three weeks, I'd say it has to happen. I mean, every, every day it doesn't happen. He does something crazy and I send you a highlight. Yes, you do. It, it's, and there's enough time in the season to make this a race. Obviously, 
you know, catching Corbin Carroll and some of the other guys who are doing things, it's it's not a guarantee or anything, but um, you know, you just look at Ellie De La Cruz, look at his numbers, look at everything he's doing. This guy's a superstar. You know, I know a superstar when I see one. Uh, Wander Franco, Jordan Alvarez, you know, you could pick guys like that out of the, the rookie of the year pools and just say these guys are the real future superstars. Um I just didn't think he was going to be up so early at the beginning of the year. My, my expectation was that he was likely a September call up and some guys just kind of forced the issue. And he has clearly shown that, that he's outgrown, you know, triple a for the listeners. What's the lowest you'd play this 30. You know, I mean, you still got to beat Corbin Carroll. Who's, who's a really good player. And I, I don't know. I don't think we've talked about the diamondbacks at all. Um, just, just as a, as a team, but, but you realize that they're like uh, what one game back of the Dodgers right now. They're, mm-hmm. they're not going away anytime soon. The no guarantee that the Dodgers actually win this division. Um, obviously at the beginning of the season, everyone thought the the Padres were the challenger, but it might turn out that the diamondbacks are, are, you know, a potential division winner. And if that's the case, I would, I would probably think Corbin Carroll is going to win this rookie of the year, regardless of what Ellie De La Cruz or Francisco Alvarez, do or whoever else. Yeah, Spore and your and your boy Borchard, who you do the Bet US show with, they they have been all over the Diamondbacks. I think from even before the season started. You're right in the Giants. I, I gotta bring I gotta bring them up. They're 500 somehow lurking in that mix. What what is the team in baseball, AL or NL, that you're like, okay, no one's thinking about them right now, but you could see them making the playoffs if everything goes right. For the Cincinnati Reds, wow. if everything if everything goes right, you know, you get Ellie De La Cruz up, you get Christian Encarnacion Strand, who's, who's doing big things with AAA. Um, they got a pitcher, uh, Abbott, I think his name is Andrew Abbott or something. Um, he's he's a pretty good addition to the rotation. He'll be coming up. Uh, people forget Joey Votto's still coming back, you know. Uh, that division, the the central division in the AL and the NL are, are both very weird divisions. And sure you look are. at the Cardinals, you look at the Brewers, like none of those teams really excite me. You know, could could the Reds get hot? Could, sure. You know, I mean, I, I just I keep telling people that there's a lot of baseball season left. Don't don't draw too many conclusions by which players and which teams are running away with things like the Rays. I'm not even sure the Rays are going to win the, the AL East. Yeah, it's not outlandish. I mean, we're, we're yeah, it's barely, not crazy. I mean, it's just people, a quarter ex- in. Yeah. people extrapolate things based off the first quarter, or the first third of baseball. And, you know, that's just not how things work with with this stuff. If I asked you the uh, the inverse of that. So what what's the team that's currently in playoff position, which you which you don't believe in, which you believe in the least? Let's put it that way. The Dodgers, you know, they're always, always going to have questions with that pitching staff and Noah Syndergaard's not working out Dustin may um, Julio Urias, you know, you never know what you're going to get out of Clayton Kershaw. Just, just so many things have to go right with that pitching staff for everything to work in the playoffs. What are you betting besides baseball right now? So I totally forgot this week. Um, so, so I, 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 I did well on the, the final NBA game. I told you I parlayed the second yes. half money line with the under, so I won a bunch, and now the hardest thing to do is sit around this week and not lose it all back before I collect. <laughs> so um, but Ro- Rose so Zhang, the the golfer from Stanford, turned pro. She's like thirty three to one in in the the LPGA event this week. I totally forgot about it. So I had to live better at like sixteen to one this morning, like an idiot. So what, what's her last name? 
Zhang, Rose Zhang. Rose Zhang. Spell the Z- last name. Z-H-A-N-G. Okay. Z-H-A-N-G. So for She's those, like the next big big thing in women's golf. For those who, who want to live better in tournament bet her, uh, Jason is all over it. So Yeah, 16 to 1. I think it's short. I think it's I think it's a good price still. Okay. Jason, we gotta run. I could talk to you about other things, but we gotta go. I appreciate it as always, man. Thank you for having me. Always fun. Always fun. Jason Weingartner. At, uh, Weingarten, pardon me. Jason Weingarten. <laughs> I turned him into Butcher Weiniger or something for a second. Uh, right here on the numbers game at Spreadopedia. We'll come back with Bill Krakenberger next. Psst. There's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell. To saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, Platinum Status is earned with 12 fill-ups over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com status. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.